0: You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and what follows is a conversation between myself and Young JC. Young JC is an emerging urban artist from Western Australia. He is definitely destined for wonderful things. Really hope you enjoy this conversation that you're about to listen to. Here we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, so how were the East Coast performances? Um, uh, So Mel- we did a show in Melbourne... Um- that was the only sh- proper show we did like at a venue. We did a, also a private show for a house party in Sydney. But, um, yeah, the, the show in Melbourne was crazy. Like, uh, Billy, well da- uh, Billy Davis, I opened up for Billy Davis. He's like a Melbourne, um, mm-hmm. uh, multi-instrumentalist, like singer, this, that. And, um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was r- like, um, first time performing out of Perth. So it was really cool to see how people react to my music with from like not from not knowing me or you know hearing of me before so mm. yeah it was reassuring yeah it's doing something right
0: it's it's always nervous anticipation isn't it when you go to somewhere new you're effectively standing on your own two feet you're speaking your own truth up there on stage people don't know you so you've got You've no doubt got some friends in the audience, but it's not a hometown situation there. So you're really throwing yeah. caution to the wind and you're just hoping that things go well. But from the sounds of things they really have. And look, why wouldn't they, based on the quality of the cuts that Nick sent through to me, mate, they're outstanding. I've been I've been I've had them on in the background, I've listened to them with headphones. You really should be commended for oh, awesome. producing the music that you have here and it's 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 praise praise. That doesn't come lightly either because I typically don't listen to a lot of urban music. Yes, I love Tyler's work. I love a bit of Kanye from time to time, but urban music isn't something that yeah. gets a lot of airtime on my uh, my media player, mainly because I, I talk to artists from uh, the worlds of hard rock and heavy metal, but it is something that I like to get into from time to time, and I've found another artist in you, mate, that I can dive into. So there you go. Oh, awesome. That's
1: some, that's, thank you so much. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, well... You go, But You're right. Yeah, well, that yeah, so, where, where were
0: we? <laughs> oh, I'm just saying it's it's wonderful crossover potential, and that's the way I want you to receive that comment. The, the, it's one thing to appeal to fans, so fans who already go out there and purchase Kendrick Lamar's and Drake's music, that's one thing to do that, and fantastic, I'm sure you already do that. But you have the potential to cross over, to so go onto radio and pick up what I call the passive fans of music, so that the the fans that probably listened to Powderfinger in the past, probably listened to Rihanna, that sort of thing, you have the potential to yeah. pick up that audience there. So you can actually take this, I think, as far as you really want to take it. And it just depends on how well you, yourself and Nick and your production team, how uh, yeah. how much luck you have in a lot of ways too, mate. Because we all know the music business is about luck. It's not just about hard Definitely, work. Yeah. No. But how big do you want to take it, mate? Is this something that you want to take to North America?
1: Yeah, it's something I want to I want to go global with it, um, and that's that's awesome that you say that because that's what I have in mind when I do my um, when I make my music because I do the production myself, so mm. everything is kind of my own creative design and um, like yeah, the fact that I do sing some stuff and then I come in with some rapping and you know like I also play instruments so I, I an element of that to some of my songs, so yeah, I do want to go global with this with music with my with my art and um that's kind of the idea i have so it's good that you hear that as well so i'll give you a kind of
0: yeah that's that's fantastic and you've got to be confident about these things too haven't you because say for example just giving you a scenario kendrick lamar's management contacted you guys and said look we're really digging what young jc's done here is he ready for an eight-week tour across Mm -hmm. europe for example if that were to say land in your lap tomorrow because of the quality and the strength of your tracks that I've seen and also it must be said the quality of your uh, your YouTube videos. Outstanding. Time to Go is an outstanding music oh, video. You. One of the best videos that I've seen this year so far actually that the HD oh, component, awesome. it just stands out. But my question, mate, is if Kendrick Lamar or even Tyler, the creator, somebody like that reached out to you and said, mate, I need you for eight weeks across Europe. Would you be ready to do it tomorrow, do you think? Or maybe not tomorrow, but within a week or two?
1: definitely absolutely um that would be like a dream come true in the sense that i that's where i feel um that's one of my most that's my favorite thing um one of the more at least one of my favorite things in this music thing is performing so that'd be absolutely amazing performing to kendrick lamar's audience and you know alongside him or whatever the deal would be but yeah i would definitely be ready for that i'm i'm a I like to think of myself as like a born entertainer. Mm. So yeah,
0: Mm. that'd be awesome. Something else that I've seen you do, because I've watched a fair few of the videos now, you play guitar and you play guitar rather well. So is that something you're going to continue to incorporate into your sound?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, like I've been playing guitar for years now, like when I was like eight maybe, mum got me a guitar for Christmas. So I've been in a few bands before I went solo just playing guitar not even singing or anything um so i've always kind of had a love for guitar and you know like um kind of a instrumental feel to, to songs mm-hmm. not just a like electronic sort of sound so yeah i'll always put in the like if i have an album there'll always be one or two songs you know where it'd be like just a guitar and a, and a drum and it would just be real raw stripped back mm-hmm. um just uh you know when I perform live as well it 's also good to bring out the guitar as another element to the show, so I always try and include something where I can do that with
0: yeah it's it's a bit of John Legend action going on up there when I was looking at the the performances of you with the guitar so how, how does the audience respond to that because I, I I take it that typically the the audience that you're performing in front of is an urban music audience and Guitar isn't probably the first instrument that comes to mind when yeah. you're talking about the genre. So when you're up on stage, do you see people stop what they're doing and look at you? And then when you start playing, because you really are very a very good guitarist, you've got a great sense of rhythm, a good cadence to you. Is do you see different responses out there? And is is it encouraging that response that you get?
1: Yeah, well, that's that's kind of like. Um, well, I started off. I never used to bring my guitar to my like when I had a show because. Like 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 it, like you said, it's not really something in urban music. And then like my dad was hassling me, and a few of the boys were like, "You got to bring the guitar. You got to bring the guitar." And the first time I brought the guitar, and um, brought the guitar out on the show, the crowd went nuts because it's just like unheard of, you know, rapping to mm. and like I, my style is kind of like a Jimi Hendrixy kind of. It is, you yeah. know. Yeah, so it's it's just it's. It's an eye turner, yeah, head turner, and people really like it. And I think it makes me stand out from all the other guys I play with, and it's kind of got me through quite a, got me through a next like the next level with my performance, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I think There's, it gives you an advantage. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. And please yeah. don't please don't ever listen to anybody who tells you to put it away because there isn't enough of it out there in in as we say, urban music and hip hop and the guitar is such a versatile instrument that it can be incorporated into everything from classical to, to, of course, heavy metal to urban music, the whole thing, urban music, the whole thing. So have you thought about yeah. releasing a track that was, say, focused on your wonderful guitar playing?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, I do, like, um, so I release my track as a, like, full studio arrangement. Then I'll go ahead and do an unplugged version of it. Mm -hmm. I've got an unplugged version on YouTube of one of my songs that were on my mixtape and that's stripped back. So I can pretty much play all my songs on my guitar to like a rearranged kind of re-inditioned version. Mm -hmm. Um, so I I don't know if I necessarily like, actually I did, I do write songs just on my guitar, but I might, you know, put the song out as a studio version and then go ahead and do it unplugged.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're talking about the guitar and that obviously speaks to your origins with music in a way because you you play guitar well enough for me to understand and know being a musician myself that you've been playing the guitar for a a long time. But what got you into performing though? Because that's that's a very big... It's a different thing from a musical appreciation standpoint to actually performing. So share with me what actually got you into standing on stages and sharing your music with people.
1: Yeah, um, so probably... So I, it, st- it started off probably in school as as like a, con- like a conscious sort of thing. Mm. So I was in the music program and, you know, I started falling in love with creating music, not just playing other people's songs. And I would stay back um, at lunch and recess, even after school sometimes, just, you know, teaching myself piano and jamming out. And I kind of got a little bit of a posse together to come, come in at lunchtime and recess and jam out. And then we'll start developing like little crowds that come in like, at lunchtime and sit in on our jams. Mm. And that kind of developed into a, like a little Sorry, creative and um, crowd and process. So, and then, yeah, like the re- seeing the reactions people were getting from me just jamming effortlessly and just you know, being natural mm. kind of brought this thing out of me. That um, was always there, but I didn't know it was there until like I had that opportunity to
0: perform, yeah.
1: and then from there on, because I was making music, and people were liking my music, the performing just came along with it, and then it turns out it's just something that I've always loved. Maybe because um, my mom's outrageous; she's a <laughs> she's like a speaker, a personal. Um, motivational speaker sort of thing. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, So gotcha. it's,
1: kind yeah. Of, it's kind of in, I guess, our family to be on stage. Mm. So I don't know. It's always been there, but there's certain, there's certain events that happened that kind of made me realize that this is what I want to do. That's, that's one of them, I guess, the school jams.
0: Yeah, the school jams. But that—that's a—that's a significant, compelling event that you've just mentioned there. That your mother is a is a motivational speaker because clearly rubbed off onto you, the ability to perform and stand up in front of people. Because as as I'm a performer as well, although I'm a guitarist and bass player, I don't do a lot of singing. It's mainly backing vocals. But it takes a certain yeah. type of something to be up there on stage. For I take it you're on stage for anywhere between sort of an hour to half an hour to an hour and a half at times, depending on the sort of show you're putting yeah. on. But to keep an audience engaged is an art unto itself, isn't it? And I guess that's my point about performing. So Definitely. there's a lot of musicians out there that do demos and record yeah. things at home and put it out there under YouTube. And frankly, you see them up on stage and it's 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 a disengaged performance is the most polite way of saying it. But you, you're yeah. not like that. You're actually up there. You've got people in the palm of your hands. So... In terms of the, the stage production and the sort of show that you'd like to put on, what's the biggest vision of a stage production that you got for yourself right now?
1: Definitely a young JC show or just a JC show, like a concert, so to speak. Um, well, we're already kind of in the midst of planning an Australian tour at the moment, which is it, with me and Nick came to the conclusion that we want no openers and we want no support acts. It's just going to be young j c and even if we sell twenty tickets, it's still mm-hmm. like enough for us we do so I've always well not always but I have this idea that you know i wanna if people are coming this to a show um I want like coming to my show they I just want like they should just see me they don't need to see like four openings before me or whatever so mm. i the biggest the biggest production I have would be a young j c concert um in like an arena with the whole shebang, the projector, the, the pyrotechnics, um, you know, like the big stage. I can see that. Like, I can see that happening.
0: Um, yeah, I can too for yeah. you. Yeah. I can as well. And 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 I think because of the popularity of the sort of music that you're playing, it's something that's definitely achievable. So what does what the next, say, I hate asking this question because I know it puts you on the spot, okay, but what do you think the next 12 months looks like? Because I'm sure it's very exciting, but... What Have you got plans uh, that are in the works, so to speak, for what the music you're going to be releasing and also some of the shows yeah. you're going to be bringing?
1: Yeah. So, um, like I said, we've got an Australia tour we're working on. Um, it's still really early, but, yeah, we've got to be coming to every major city around Australia doing shows. Mm-hmm. Definitely um, within the next, maybe it's starting the new year. And also, I'm going to... Well, right now, my catalog, my music catalogs are at about 12 songs. I want to... Next 12 months, I want to have at least 30 songs to my name. Oh, that includes okay. a few more mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got content. I've got a lot of ideas for songs. And, like, I want to, you know, even just for the summertime, put out a few jams, radio bangers, um, yeah. to, you know, get circulating around Australia. So... A lot more music and a lot more shows mainly. And, um, you know, I want to build this young team, um, the young team up, which is essentially my kind of vision for um, uniting my fan base um, or just a bunch of, like, people in a positive way. So, like, the young team is uh, all my fans are all all the young guys doing something positive with them like their, their lives and I want to really build that and make that a, like a name, so to speak. Yeah. So, um, yeah, 12 months. It's a, it's a long time.
0: Yeah, that's that's a long big... Time. So if you've got... How many songs did you say you've currently got in the, the repertoire? Is it 12 songs? So you're, you're building it to 30. About
1: 12, yeah.
0: So... so um, I've got
1: 10 songs on Spotify, I think. Okay. So I'd say 10 songs. Um, Yeah, I definitely want to... I definitely want to double that in the next, like, eight months. Yep. Um, but I want to do it right, I guess. I don't want to rush it.
0: Yeah, agreed. That's the big one. And it's the, the reason why I said I'm not a big fan of those types of questions because... You, you've got to. It's, it, there's a fine line between over planning and being able to take advantage of opportunities when they're presenting themselves to you, and that was one of the reasons I asked you about the Kendrick Lamar tour thing in Europe. Or, yeah. Or, 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 because things, if you if you've got plans in the music business that are too rigid, you can't react if you okay, like to yeah. wonderful opportunities that are presented to you that will get your name and your brand and your music out there to to a, a bigger audience. And yeah, it's a it's always a tough one, isn't it, in the music business? It's not it's really like,
1: unpredictable uh, as well
0: yeah yeah it is
1: so, so I have realized yeah it's really like um, stuff just pops out uh, stuff just pops out out of nowhere um, like the other day I had time to go one of my songs that just got got on a playlist yesterday and it got 20,000 streams in one day and I remember when I was trying to get a thousand streams over like four, three months on it and then out of nowhere it just got 20,000 streams mm. so it goes to show you can't really plan for anything really
0: no, it's a it's, and and who was that that added it was it was that a um an artist of significant it was, note
1: It was just a Spotify generated playlist like um, oh, right. okay, the Discover Weekly playlist and um it's still on there now it's actually like doing quite well but it just shows how something like that just you know takes you to the next level like immediately and then everything you're planning at the level before is just not quite the same anymore
0: yeah, it changes your perspective significantly, doesn't yeah. it? When you get that, when you realise that, and and did you see who, who what other artists were on the playlist? Obviously, you have. So, who um, who else is on the playlist?
1: Well, it's like a it's a playlist specific to the the, the listener. So Spotify generated oh, right, for that okay. specific
0: listener. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I've got Apple so, Music. I'm not on Spotify yet. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, yeah. So it's like um, if you listen to artists. Similar to me, it'll come up in your discover playlist, and then uh, so it's every person has a slightly different sort of Uh Mm -hmm. playlist.
0: Well, that's awesome. That's a great accomplishment. That's a a wonderful accomplishment so early in your career.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool, and um, it's it's reassuring. Like especially like hearing from people like you saying that like we're on the right sort of right path, and the music quality is actually up to scratch because that's what the one thing being an artist is that you actually don't really Like you your, for me especially because I always make the beats as well it's like you're your only ears really so it's good. yeah hearing.
0: yeah and that was that was something I'll talk to you about because I do focus on on the the beat cadence so the flow of the beat when it comes to urban music I do focus intently on that yeah. because being a bass guitarist I'd like to see if I was ever given an opportunity to say work with you what would I do so I was listening to it, and mate, it's it's absolutely it's on point. I don't think that they're any faster than about. I could be wrong here, but ninety or ninety-five beats per minute. So therefore, yeah. when you're listening to it in the car, it doesn't sound as though it's it's not a it's not overly aggressive music. It's not easy listening either by any means. But it's music that sits right in the middle, and it it's a sort of music that makes you want to wind your window down and take in the sights and the sounds. It's very chill.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank it's you. That's chill. kind of what I go for as well, which is cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, and and a lot of people are agreeing with me, mate, because I'm reading these comments right now underneath the "Time to Go" music video on YouTube, and uh, this is very rare for YouTube, mate. But I mean, I'm having a cursory glance here, but there's not one negative comment. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's uh. That's quite an. That's. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that before. So, and there's a few there. I'm I'm, saying, I'm scrolling right to the end, and there's probably twenty or thirty comments there. And out of a random sample on YouTube, you'd have to suggest that maybe thirty percent would be negative. God, go and have a look at Kanye's mu- music videos, for example, and uh, yeah. see some of the hate that he gets. Yeah. But are, are you are you aware of that? Are you aware yeah. that you've got a lot of goodwill out yeah. there on the fan base for you?
1: Yeah, like definitely. Well. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I'm aware of that. That's kind of what keeps me so positive about making music is the fact that there is this young team kind of collective gaining. And there's also, you know, I've got a very supportive family and my friends and I like the people helping me. Like that video was made by my, my, like a good friend, well, good friend now from Sydney, Hmm. his name's Sam Harvey, and he did it for free. And the, uh, and actually, that beat was one of the beats I haven't made, and that was by another one of my friends that just kind of reached out to me, and he goes by Sunday Service. So it's like it's just a big, like I don't know, it's just community and reaching mm. out, and yeah, that's I'm I'm aware of all that, definitely aware of that. That's what that's what fuels me.
0: All right, mate. No worries. Well. Um, yeah, it's it's a wonderful yeah. thing to see. I really I really want to wish you well with this because I think you're the type of artist because it's all ahead of you. Um, being yeah. gi- given your age, I think, and you you sound like as though you have got a good head on your shoulders, and Nick's providing the right kind of management for you. Mate, I think it's just it's it's all it's all on the upside for you. It's just a case of, uh, you know, which good opportunity do you take to build your profile, really? Because yeah. I think that come.
1: yeah, definitely. I guess it's just trust in the process and see what how it plays out. Um, I always that's one of my things I live by: trust the process, and um, yeah, I just guess that's just all I've got at this point. So I mean, uh, yeah, I'm excited as well. Cool. I'm so, so for well.
0: so for people who are going to be listening, we've mentioned Spotify. You've got a really good Facebook page, and of course, your YouTube content's outstanding. So there's three pretty big heavy hitters there that people can look to you yeah. and engage with I'm you on, that way, but how, how else can they engage with you? Have you got, um, you know, your own website, that sort of thing?
1: I've got, um, so I'm on all streaming platforms, so even iTunes and Apple Music, and then also um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm probably more active on my Instagram page. Um, I don't have a website as of yet, but, yeah, Instagram is pretty much, Instagram and Facebook is pretty much where I post all my shows, all, all my like pictures and, you know, new song announcements. And then, yeah, YouTube. Oh, you can just Google my name or something will come up.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. You're right. I I did test that, actually. I always test that with emerging artists. If I Google your name, what happens? Because sometimes individuals pick really common names and they get lost in the mix, but you haven't done that. Your stuff comes up pretty much straight away. So anybody listening, if you're not sure... Where to start? Just Google Young JC. That's J A Y C W E, and a raft of yep. material will be presented.
1: Yep, that's it. J A Y C W E.
0: You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series and syndicating for the A List Online. My name's Andrew Mackay Smith, and that was a conversation between myself and Young JC. Thank you so much for listening.